This is a HeadGum Original. What, what, welcome to The Goat Show, the show where we find the greatest everything of all time. I'm your host, Jake, a.k.a. The Big Buck, a.k.a. Josh Goat. I'm your host, Micah, a.k.a. The Young Buck, a.k.a. Goaty the Kid, a.k.a. Governor Guotmo. And on today's episode, we're going to find the greatest party joke of all time. Governor Guotmo, nice. I liked that. Yeah, I kind of meant to say Goatmo, but Guotmo is almost goater. It's definitely as goat as the other thing. You you don't like it. I wouldn't say it was goat, greatest nickname ever on the show. I mean, we're yeah. we're like what ten episodes yeah. in, and we're sort of uh, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. No, there's there's a lot left. I thought Mer- I thought Governor uh, Guotmo was actually pretty strong. It was I thought, pretty strong. Uh, I feel like. We always get stuck on mine since it was the second one said. But yours was Josh Goat. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to explain that? Because um, the first the first is just a name that isn't your name. Mm-hmm. And the second is the word goat, which is relevant. But uh-huh. it's not even like a play on words. Is yeah. there anybody with a, a name that's similar to Josh Goat? I guess if I really had to defend it, which I don't want to do, which I would rather just move on into the show. So I don't want to spend... I don't want to spend any time here defending my nickname, but if I had to, you do have to. I'd say it was it's a it's a reference to Josh Gad, huh? Actor, comedian Josh Gad, and you know I think you established that we are allowed to do slant rhymes on people's names because you did Mayor or Governor Guotmo. But that's sort of I I let it I kind of primed everybody with the governor thing. Mm-hmm. So you're you're waiting for like a popular governor. Yeah, so especially I should a popular have, governor at this time. I could have done um uh like uh the, the uh Book of Mormons Josh Goat. Like just prefaced it by saying something it's something too long in, though. 1600 pens, Josh Goat. Okay. Um, so today we are America's own Josh Goat. We're talking about the goat jokes. Speaking of things that are hilarious. <laughs> um, and you want to know what the most important thing about a joke is? Uh, delivery. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's right. You do like that interrupting delivery thing, right? You like that? Because yeah. I was sort of the joke, the joke being that I kind of over exaggerated the word delivery with the delivery. Comedy is actually all. What? Timing. <laughs> it's all in the timing. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that is maybe it is better. It's delivery, it's timing. It's yeah. uh yeah. Okay. Delivery. Um, that was sorry, grading. Uh I, I was just not. Uh, let's just. Let, well, I guess we'll just move on to the. Yeah, next well, you're thing. looking at your phone a lot. It feels I know. Like you I know. Have a I was. I'm just trying, trying to, to move to. on to the next thing, and then you keep. Uh, yeah. The, I'm uh, trying. I'm. Yeah. Well, I mean, now you know how I feel. Yeah. You're, this is you usually sort of, what you do. This is what I. This is what you do usually. You're doing what I do, and I'm right. trying to do what you do, and I. Mm-hmm. And now I understand yes, why it's yeah. frustrating. Right. It is. Uh, so. Before we start talking about the goat jokes, I thought it would be kind of fun to do like a mini goat episode of the Love Is Blind cast. <laughs> oh, all right. You really love to throw me a fucking curveball yeah. in the beginning of the show. So who is this the... is this is insane 
before we do the show, we're just going to do a quick different show. Yeah. Okay. Well, this isn't your typical episode. That's right. So I figured we'd sort of... Yeah, this is a unique one, ...pay homage to the typical format of the show by doing a quick mini show Mm -hmm. before the show really starts. I normally would be super anti this, but I just did finish watching Love is Blind. I never thought it was going to happen, but uh, we hinted at it last show, and sure enough, it did happen. I watched it. I'm obsessed, uh, and I'm down to play. Cool. So without further ado, let's talk about The Woke. My fucking heart feels like it's breaking right now. Who, what was Kenny's fiance's name? Kelly? Kelly. Yeah, I think it's Kelly. You thought she was worse oh, wait. than Jessica? Jessica went through something on that show. She she hit, and you can tell if you watch the if you watch the, <laughs> the reunion, reunion episode. She hit rock bottom, and she's actually she's in a better place now, which I think is cool. And I think that Jessica had a journey that I was fascinated by. She was a train wreck. It was scary and sad and hilarious all at the same time to watch, but I enjoyed watching it. When Kenny and Kelly were on the screen, I was like, they are, I was bored. Yeah, it's like Kelly, Kelly was treating Kenny poorly, but she wasn't even entertaining about it. Yeah, she was just sort of like, he kept on being like, so how are you feeling? She's like, I'm good, I'm yeah. good. And like, yeah, this is great. This is really solid. And then... I mean, I I don't want to spoil anything, so let's not talk about like what exactly happens. But I thought that their relationship was anticlimactic and boring. All right, uh, the weather pick. Watch my ass to the next dick no. boy. You know what? I'm fuck it. I'm just gonna say, uh, love is blind. Spoilers abound for the next few minutes. So like, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna censor myself anymore. But I feel like I've given ample warning at this point. I feel like the weather would maybe have to be diamond because she was on she the was show on for the least. least amount of time. So there's, you don't get a lot of diamond. Oh. But for what you saw, I thought she really stood up for herself mm-hmm. in uh, in like an authentic, meaningful way without like attacking who Carlton was, which she but, should have, <laughs> which, well, which which would have been aspect, justified. No, 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 not well, not the not the, oh, the idea oh, that right. he's bisexual. No, but, but like the way he told her after right. he proposed, yeah. I think that was a very shitty thing to do. That, and then also just the the way he the way which he told her the things he said to her, the way he spoke to her, uh, was offensive, and I think she she stood up for herself, and for and for that, I I would award her. The weather pick. Oh, okay. I agree with that. And okay. that was a, a an insightful way to to interpret the weather pick for this for this mini sode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the quick mini sode. I would do quick, a full and I would do a full fucking episode on this. If everyone, and, if anyone listening right now hasn't seen Love Is Blind, uh, you should mute the podcast. Mute our on, mute our podcast. Fast forward on two x speed just to so we can get that. We want to get, get that full, play. The we want to get that listen. listen. Yeah. Um, and it's ideal because you don't skip the ad break either, yeah. so that's perfect. So, for me. And then pull so, it up, open on your tablet too. That's right. So just stream our show, shuffle it on Spotify, but do it all on mute while you watch. Yeah, Love Is Blind, and then come back and listen. Yeah, to and then pull it up on like Pod Bay, mm-hmm. um, some of the other ones. <laughs> you can't think of another podcast <laughs> platform. Yeah, the main one. Yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to think of the other one online the streaming one like, stitcher yeah that's what i was trying to think okay of. can't believe think... you're a podcast host and you couldn't think of itunes or stitcher i thought of itunes quick i mean not very fast 
you uh, thought of pod bay first i don't even know why um Same. yeah that's embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> speaking of things uh, that were embarrassing are we going to talk about uh love is blind again yeah real quick uh the runner-up and the goat. I think you can do this in the same answer. Because you're saying it's a couple? I think it is a couple. Oh, yeah. I know you, baby. I know you. You think it's Cameron? Yeah. I think Cameron is the runner-up. Lauren is the goat. I think Lauren is the goat. I don't... I think Cameron and Lauren's relationship is the goat. And I think Lauren is the goat of that relationship. Yeah. Cam definitely is sort it. of a potato. He's not like... He's just bland. He's nothing. Yeah. I just think he's a really perfect backdrop for for, for Lauren. Lauren to yeah. shine. I think it's nice. Actually, if we put it in terms of potatoes, Lauren is like steak. Cam is like mashed potatoes. Steak potatoes? No, no, no. Like she's the steak. On the, on oh, the, on like, the, on yeah. the side. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So Cameron does pair perfectly with her, but he's, he's not that exciting yeah, himself. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but he's a nice supplement. But I mean, I really liked, I liked all of them. Yeah. I actually kind of stan Kenny. I stan Kenny too. Kenny's dope. He's like, and he's also kind of hot. It was not hot. He is. He is hot. Have I you think, seen his Instagram? He's actually pretty. No, attractive. I haven't seen his Instagram. But I feel like on the show, Kenny got sunburned in Mexico, and it didn't go away for the rest of the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He has fair skin. Yeah, you can't blame him for that. He was red nosed on his wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even the worst part of it. Yeah, definitely not. But it's a great show. Check it out. And right before we start things off, okay, just cool. gonna so toss we, to my. Sorry, you want to say something? I just want to insult me. I'm not going to insult you, but I have an issue with the process that we're going through right now. I know. I told you I had. Because we haven't even like done. All right, go ahead. I know it's not perfect. I think I sort of was expecting the mini, the mini so to take a little bit less time. Really? You wanted to talk about like characters on a reality show that we are, uh, that we are obsessed with. Yeah. I guess like a minute and a half. We could have done a full episode on it. We should have done a full episode, but you fucking, you, you just it's a bonus app us. that you can check out on our patreon you cut, no you cut us off at the knees there um all that's right. my bad anyway but yeah try to derail the show even further go into my segment our segment how about it mr goat 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 Damn! Wow, that was a fucking sting. Thanks, Comite. Yeah, I, uh, I like that's what my favorite part of the show now. Yeah, um, I guess really anytime Comite adds music to it is mm. the best part. It's true. Um, would you, for five million dollars a year, live in a trailer park? Your residence has to be in a trailer park, mm-hmm. and you can like still go on vacation normally. You just have to live in one. Does everyone in the trailer park know how? rich i am no not necessarily but if you have like a swagged out trailer then yeah well, what if i just have a popular instagram of my of my travel you have to live in the trailer park how big is the trailer park um you can choose whichever trailer park in the country am i moving in like sight unseen like i don't know any of these people or is it like an empty trailer park that i can move into and populate oh and you can like invite your friends yeah you would you would move into an existing trailer park uh you could probably find an empty one i guess and invite your friends if you think you could find convince anybody to live in a trailer park, um, you probably I pay. would one hundred percent do it because you clearly didn't sh- think this shit out. I, I make one year of my salary. I buy out the residents. I give them money to go own their own homes in in a suburb oh, somewhere. Wow. All of their trailers are empty. I invite my friends, my family. I connect all the trailers with like 
a really cool like modern glass breezeway uh so they're more like pods actually a little bit like love is blind and i have a trailer park compound and i'm just fucking all i have to do is fucking live to make five million dollars it's kind of fucked up you make everybody move out of their homes like that i wouldn't make anyone move if they wanted to stay and be part of the compound they absolutely could or i'll say like i'll buy you oh yeah like a million dollar mcmansion yeah. nearby if you want that you know oh so you'll okay so you'll just pay them to, you'll you will pay them to move all right that makes sense yeah yeah i'd buy i would buy them gotcha I, yeah okay i'd I guess, buy them a house cool that's awesome yeah um yeah i didn't think that through that's right I wish I like changed the terms of that a little bit more. Obviously, that's the best choice. Right. It's so easy. Um, yeah, you because I'm sure you could find a dope trailer park. Yeah, somewhere in I'm the sure country I could. Like, like in the fu- in like fucking in the middle in like a pine grove in Northern California, it'd be so fucking gorgeous. Like in I would, Tahoe. I kind of want to do this. Yeah. Is well, there, I mean, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. We can't. I'm saying, is there, is any, there, <laughs> is there a world where <laughs> someone gives us five million dollars a year? I feel like there live? is. It's it's possible that Bezos is listening to this somewhere. No, it's not. It, or like Musk, neither of them are. It's just possible that like fucking Cuban is smoking a Cuban, listening to this pod. No, it's impossible. <laughs> and he's like, "That sounds like a cool investment." Actually, I, if any of them were listening, they would have stopped because they would be like, "What's the goat party joke?" And then they'd be like, 15 minutes into the episode, and they'll be like, "Nothing's happened yet." <laughs> right. So it's time to talk about the goat party joke. Let's let's actually. All right. First of all, it's April Fools. So that's that's just a time of of the year that it is. It inspired us to think about uh doing doing an episode. Uh originally it was going to be like the goat pranks, but that's going to that was going to be right. pretty hard. Everybody has to stay yeah. at home. So But then you take a step back and you realize what or you ask yourself, what is April Fools about? And it's about making people laugh. Yeah. It's about bringing joy to people. And what brings joy to people? Jokes. Yes. Jokes certainly do bring joy to people. But for me, actually, because I am vaguely a comedian, I don't I still don't know what I would call myself when you ask me what I did. And this hap- this is actually it's <laughs> Last like last summer or two summers ago, I like went to a wedding and I remember just like stressing out as I was going because I'm like I'm gonna have to make small talk and someone's gonna say what, what do you do? do, and I'm like there was a time when I worked at College Humor and College Humor was like popular enough that I could be like I'm a writer at College Humor and yeah. everyone and like most people that I talked to most young people were just like oh cool I've heard of that I understand. Uh, and then College Humor ended, and now it's like, oh, I run a podcast network, and I made a show for uh, Vimeo On Demand, and yeah. uh, I sometimes try to sell pilots, and uh, sometimes I tour, but most of the time I uh, manage a podcast company. Yeah. I don't know. It's like just, Have you ever considered just being like, I'm an accountant? When I'm in an Uber, I do say shit like that. <laughs> I say I work in advertising. But yeah, so like I, I felt like going to a wedding, I was like... I don't know what I'm going to say my job is, but a little bit past that, usually when people find out that I work in comedy in whatever fashion that I do, uh, their first thing that they say is tell me a joke, right. make me laugh. I've been by your side when you've been asked that. Yes. And so it's like, that's, uh, obviously that's not the, that's not your job isn't to tell one liner jokes. Yeah. It's like, actually what I do Make is make me you're laugh comedian. <laughs> you got it. But I mostly do irreverent sketch comedy. <laughs> so I'm going to need my partner here. Let me call him up. But, but like, obviously that's uncomfortable to be like, I can make people laugh, but not you, not right now. Uh, so I, so 
there was a time when I like endeavored to find the best joke that I could just like have in my back pocket. So I could always, when somebody was like, make me laugh, I'd be like, you know, I know in my heart that this isn't what I do, but if I'm a comedian, I should be able to make someone laugh with right. a joke. Yeah. Uh, even if I just steal it from a list that I find right. on the internet. They're easy enough to find. They're all over the place. People yeah. have done this research. The jokes that have been around forever to the point where people don't really even know, for the most part, like who came up with them. Yeah. So let's talk about the criteria. What makes a joke goat? Well, we have whittled it down, winnowed it down into the... You said winnowed it down? Is that, the, is that a word? I thought it was whittled. I thought you, you said it right the first time. You know what? <laughs> I got it. Whittle, whittle. <laughs> Fuck off with that. Yeah, we're all having fun, but no more jokes at my fucking <laughs> Yeah, just try to uh, say it with a, use a different yeah. word. I'm going to use a different word. Yeah. I have a different word already. What is it? Yeah. Fuck off. Right. You're going to say narrow. Give it, a, give it a nice long pause so come and take and edit all this bullshit out, especially because you were attacking me. We narrowed it down to the brevity, the levity, and the longevity. Micah, what is the brevity? How long it takes. The perfect joke is uh, to tell in this type of situation that you sort of yeah uh alluded to before is like 30 seconds totally imagine someone saying like you got any jokes or even just like you yeah. going out of nowhere hey here's a joke yeah nobody wants a meandering weird you see it in their eyes yeah. yeah as soon as it like if you're like going down a list like the first person says yeah uh, as soon as you say that and you get to you, the, you like see their eyes glaze over right. like oh i this is gonna take you more see than them minute. go somewhere else in their brain <laughs> and then at a certain point you you can if you're really astute you can see people recording the situation to tell someone else about it. <laughs> <laughs> that guy told me the weirdest joke <laughs> You really don't want to be at a party and yeah. see someone out of the corner of your eye point at you. Right. Um, and what is the uh, the levity? It's like how good it is, how fun it is, and the originality. That's right. And what is the longevity? Will this joke stand the test of time? Is this joke going to offend people? Yes. Does it have a... Do you have a long leash with this joke? Could you tell it in front of a sixth grader? Could you tell it in front of your fiance's aunt? You want to be able to tell it in front of your bro's but you also want to be able to tell it in front of your colleagues or your boss if you have to. <laughs> yeah, but maybe not a six-year-old. Like, they feel like you... I said, did I say six-year-old? I meant sixth grader. I think I, you might have said sixth grader. It's possible that I said it. Even if you said sixth grader, I think that's sort of like that's a different. You need to have a different joke for that. Maybe. Yeah. Well, six, if I had said seventh grader, you probably wouldn't have fucking had pause. Because thirteen-year-olds, they can. They you were watching have... like Adam Sandler movies when you were thirteen. Yeah, you but I don't think I would 12. tell. Like, I feel like the. I wouldn't tell like a slightly dirty joke to anyone who's not in ninth grade. Well, that's why or... I think the goat joke isn't slightly dirty. It maybe has an S word in it, but it's not about sex. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I appreciate it. And so as we were talking about this episode, we had the idea to text our friends, our family, some headgum podcasters, people we knew that are comedians. Uh, we told them to send us their favorite 30 second party joke. And a lot of people did. And it felt like maybe we shouldn't uh, critique all of them and say which one is the woat and which one is the goat. So instead, since they're all so great and we love them, we're just going to play everything that we got in its entirety. Not everyone sent us their names, so I will introduce some folks. Without further ado, this is uh, a bunch of people that we know's favorite jokes. What's up, Jake and Micah? It's Gabrus. And I have my party joke for y'all. Two muffins are sitting in an oven. 
one muffin turns to the other muffin and says, it's getting a little hot in here, don't you think? And that muffin responds by saying, holy shit, a talking muffin? Bye. Hey, Jake and Micah, Lauren Lapkus here. Okay, I have a party joke for you, but it requires uh, me to talk to another person. So I have my husband, Mike, playing the party goer. Hey, guys. <laughs> okay. Hey, have you ever smelled mothballs? Yeah, of course. Well, how'd you get his tiny legs open? Ew. And how'd you get your face in there and burrow in his balls? I get it. He has balls. And what's his dick like? His name's Mothballs. <laughs> his name's Moth? No, it's just a Moth's balls, you fucking dumbass. Oh, I thought his name was Moth. Oh, my God. Howdy, folks. This is Dave Rosenberg. Uh, and I just wanted to tell you what I think is the goat joke. Um, so I asked my fiance Anna, if I was the only one she's been with. And she said, yes, the others were at least sevens or eights. Ouch. Chihuahua. This is Rachel Napoleon from the HeadGum Podcast, Girls on Porn. Two cows are sitting in a field. One cow goes to the other. <sighs> hey, how about that mad cow disease? It's crazy, right? And the other cow goes, I know. Thank God I'm a penguin. Hey, guys, this is Pat. I have a joke. It's kind of famous. It's from a very famous Batman comic book, but... I think it's really good, so I'm going to tell it anyway. And you all know I'm, I love the Joker, especially Jared Leto's Joker. So that's my brand. That's where I am in my life. Here is the joke. I'm going to paraphrase it. Two crazy guys break out of an insane asylum. Um, and as they're running away, they're jumping across roofs. And the first crazy guy jumps across a, the roof with no problem. The second guy is too scared. So the first crazy guy says, hey, I have an idea. I'll shine my flashlight across the two buildings and you could just walk on the light and get on this side of the building. The second crazy guy shakes his head and he's like, what do you think, I'm crazy? You turn it off when I'm halfway across. That's all. I love you guys. Everyone be safe. Everyone be healthy. Everyone be great. Bye. This is the Gocho PA, Rylan. Okay, this is a joke that my friends and I used to tell each other when we were in middle school. Why did the monkey fall out of the tree? Because the monkey was dead. <laughs> this is HeadGum's own Jeffrey James. What does a nosy pepper do? Gets jalapeno business. <laughs> this is HeadGum's own Riley Anspa. So a grandfather is turning 90. It's his 90th birthday, and he has all his family over to celebrate. There's cake, balloons, the whole Shabazz, and his grandkids and his great-grandkids and his kids are all around him. They're like, what's your secret? How did you make it to 90? What's your secret? And finally, he sits there for a long time, and after a while, he looks up at them and says, I blew a guy in the Navy once. Hey, guys, it's Nick Weiger. I don't know if you needed me to say my name or not, but there you go. My favorite short joke is a Henny Youngman joke that was also used in the Planet of the Apes musical in The Simpsons. Here is the joke. A man goes to a doctor and says, What's wrong with me? Doctor says, You're crazy. Man says, I want a second opinion. Doctor says, Okay, you're ugly too. That's it. Did you hear the joke about the construction site? Eh, it's not finished yet. Because construction sites take forever. That's courtesy of me, Billy Scafuri, and my six-year-old nephew, Ryan Mann. Keep it up, boys. Stay safe. Stay inside. 
This is HeadGum Podcaster and dear friend Betsy Sidaro. I got fired from my job at the bank today. An old lady came in and asked me to check her balance, so I pushed her over. <laughs> hey guys, Scott Rogowski checking in with what I consider to be a tie for the goat of all jokes. The first by David Feldman. My wife and I last night were watching Indecent Proposal. I turned to her and said, you know, honey, I don't think I can get a million dollars for you, but I'm pretty sure I can get 50 bucks 20,000 times. The other by Jonathan Katz. Lately, I think my wife has been fooling around because our parrot keeps saying, give it to me hard and fast before my husband John Katz gets home. This is Demi Adijuibe. Here's my favorite party joke. A man walks into a talent agency and says, I've got something you got to see immediately. It's a talking dog. You'll never believe your ears. The agent's like, okay, that sounds interesting. Show it to me. So he asks his dog, hey, what's that place where all the fish are in San Francisco? And he says, wharf. And then he asks the dog, well, what's on the outside of a tree? And the dog says, bark. And then he asks the dog, who's the best baseball player ever? And the dog says, Ruth. The agent's like, this is a very dumb trick. You're wasting my time. Get out of here. And he has two men come and throw them out of the office. And outside the office, the dog turns to his owner and says, do you think I should have said DiMaggio? And that's my favorite party joke. Hello, Brothers Hurwitz. It's your pal, Avital. Uh, my favorite joke, perhaps of all time, I heard as a deleted scene in a Mike Lee movie, Naked, and it goes like this. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ah, oh, you've heard this one already. That was a mirror. What's up, Jake and Micah? It's uh, me, comedian Dan Licata. Uh, I got a party joke for you. It's originally by Neil Hamburger. It goes like this. What do you get when you cross Elton John and a saber-toothed tiger? I don't know, but you better keep it away from your ass. This is my best friend in the whole wide world, Jeff Rosenberg. So this is specifically for a formal event. So you're wearing a suit, uh, a wedding, a funeral, and you want to break the ice because, you know, it's tense uh, for one reason or another. Someone asks you where you got your suit from at some point, and you respond, Oh, this? My grandfather was buried in it. But thanks. Hi, Jake and Micah. It's your sister, Eliza Hurwitz. So here is my party joke. I said to this train driver, I want to go to Paris. He said, Eurostar? I said, I've been on telly, but I'm no Dean Martin. All right, hope you guys liked it. I love you both, and uh, feel free to use that joke anytime. Okay, bye. Hey, Big Buck. Goatee. <clears throat> goo goo. Amir here. This is my 30-second joke. A man is getting terrible headaches, so he goes to the doctor, and the doctor says, I'm sorry, you're going to have to stop masturbating. And the guy says, what? Why? And the doctor says, because I have to examine you. The joke being, of course, that, um, he did, yeah, he's like currently jerking it. All right, you get it. Bye. This is our buddy Finn Wolfhard. A guy is dating a twin, and, uh, someone asks him, hey, how do you tell the difference between, you know, your girlfriend and her twin? And he says, oh, that's easy. My girlfriend paints her nails with black nail polish, and the other twin has a cock. Hey, Micah, Jake, Gotro fam. Uh, this is Jared here, and I'm going to tell you my favorite party joke. So uh, three guys are at a bar in Boston, and uh, one of the guys is introducing the other two to each other. He says, uh, Sean, uh, I'd like you to meet my other buddy, who is uh, actually also named Sean. And the third guy says, huh, what do you know? Three Shans. 
the joke being they were all named Sean. This is our friend from College Humor, Josh Rubin. Hey, what's red and looks like a bucket? A red bucket. This one's our friend Adam Lustig. A man walks into a library and says to the librarian, I'll have a double cheeseburger, french fries, and a milkshake. And she says, sir, this is a library. And he says, oh, gosh, I'm sorry. I'll have a double cheeseburger, french fries, and a milkshake. Hey, guys, it's Mike Mitchell. I got a joke for you. What is it called when a cat wins first place at the dog show? A cat has trophy. If you say that slow, cat has trophy. Bye-bye. This is Miel from the HeadGum Podcast, Punch Up the Jam. All right, so these three guys are traveling together, and they run into some cannibals. I hope this isn't offensive. And the cannibals are like, listen, we are going to eat you, but we're going to use every part of your body, your skull for our cups and your skin for our canoes. And we also are going to let you choose how you want to die. So how you want to die? The first guy's like, fuck, okay, uh, I guess a gun. And they're like, here you go. And he shoots himself, and he dies. This is really morbid. I'm sorry. Second guy is like, I don't know. He got some like poison or something. Like they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's some poison. He takes the poison and he dies. And the third guy's like, you got a fork? And they're like, uh, yeah. Uh, here's a fork. <laughs> he takes the fork and he stabs himself across the chest a thousand times and he says, "Fuck your fucking canoe." <laughs> it's not funny. I'm sorry. This is our friend Lou Wilson. Uh, this is for a very specific kind of party, uh, but, you know, the classic, uh, what did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? <sighs> this is our friend, Ben Schwartz. Okay, this is a joke that Josh Lawson told me when we were shooting uh, House of Lies. Josh Lawson is one of the funniest people in the universe. Um, he told me this joke. How many Freudians does it take to screw in a light bulb? I'm surprised you don't know. Uh, two. One to hold the chair, and then one to screw the father. Mother, light bulb. Oh, my God. One to screw the light bulb. Oh, my God. Hi, boys. This is Sam Hurwitz, your father. So I was going to tell you uh, a funny joke that I know, but this actually happened to a friend of mine. He was getting older, and he had never... He kind of prided himself on always doing everything for himself and never... Uh, praying for anything or never hoping for miracles, but he became very excited about maybe someday winning the lottery. So he started praying to God every day uh, that he would win the lottery and he would go to temple or he would go to church. He'd actually do both because he was so uh, excited about it. And he thought that if he kept praying and the more times he prayed that he would uh, win the lottery. So lottery drawing came. They announced the winners in the newspaper, actually, because they were really big winners this time. And he saw that he didn't win. And he went out in his backyard and he raised his you know, you know, hand, uh, fist to God and said, oh, why? Why couldn't I never prayed for anything in my life? This is the one thing I prayed for. Why couldn't I just win this one thing? Why couldn't you answer my one prayer? And this loud voice comes out, you jackass, you have to buy a ticket. Well, that was wonderful, and now we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we will reveal the kid and the goat pick the greatest party joke of all time. Whoa, 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 welcome to the second act of the goat show. There it is. Good man. Your host again here, Goaty the Kid, a.k.a. Governor 
Guotmo. And Josh Goat here with him as well. Um, we are going to tell you about our favorite jokes. Yeah, we so we, we spent the first half of this show uh, listening to some, some friends, some peers, some family uh, favorite jokes. And now it's our turn to share some of ours. Let's go with you first. Right. Well, I'm the I'm the kid. You are the kid. Is this your? Have you found a single favorite joke that you have? I I I uh, know I read you like thirty earlier today. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm gonna tell. Uh, You're gonna tell just a single one. I'm gonna right tell now. just a single one. <laughs> <I'm> okay. <laughs> yeah. So I was drinking at a bar the other night and had like one too many, and I sort of threw up on the front of my clothes, uh, my front of my shirt. And I was like, shit, I can't go home with this. My wife will kill me. Uh, the bartender sees this and says, I got a trick. Put a $20 bill in your pocket. And when she sees the puke, you tell her with some drunk puked on you and gave you $20 for dry cleaning. So went home and sure enough, my wife saw my shirt and asked what happened. I said, uh, a drunk guy puked all over me and he gave me $20 for the dry cleaning. Uh, to which my wife said, okay, then why do you have $40 in your other hand? And I said, because he also shit in my pants. <laughs> I think, all right, so that one, that joke, I think it's really good. I can't tell if I would give it low brevity points. It is kind of long, right? It's a little long. I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't actually time it. It's probably I, like a minute. I feel bad because I heard it before. So yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, I didn't like... I should have given it a the reaction that I did when I first heard it, which was really positive. It was a positive reaction. I think it's a good joke. And I'll tell you why, actually. Uh, brevity aside, I think that the, the butt of the joke is you yourself. So it's got a very low chance of offending anybody. Right. It's like, yeah, self-deprecating. Yes. It's not a joke about some group of people or somebody or anything that's offensive. Five gold horns for levity. Mm-hmm. And he said five golden horns for brevity. You ever heard the the uh, the phrase, it's a long walk for a ham sandwich? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, you don't want to have a joke like that. The juice that's not worth the squeeze, that type of thing. I think the laugh on that is like... Da- I mean, when you told it to dad, he cracked up. Yeah, he was. He like left the room laughing. Yeah, that feels good. It that does feels, feel good. Yeah, that's nice. Like, you tell you tell that at a wedding when somebody asks you what you do, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to leave them in stitches. They're going to tell that joke to their friend the, other, the next uh, or later in the night. And they're going to point to you, not like that idiot told me a weird joke, but they're going to point at you and be like, that guy over there, he's the one who told me this this uh this golden joke right here and i do like that it is it's it's sort of a dirty joke but it's not an offensive dirty joke no it's it's about it's a poop joke really at its core which is which is nice i think that's fine you can actually sorry one real quickly you can actually also tell that joke in a non-dirty way um where you don't say that you were at a bar drinking you can just say like you were hanging out outside and you threw up a little bit on your shirt and like the ice cream Ice cream man said, "You can tell your wife." Yeah, but like, it's not really ice- funny if you're not like drunk. I don't what think. did you say your favorite joke was? Okay, good. Um, so, well, all right, a couple of things. First of all, one of my favorite jokes uh, is one that I heard from Ben Schwartz, who you actually heard on the on the first half of the show. Uh, so it goes like this: One whale says to the other. The other whale says, damn, Frank, you're wasted. 
see, that one I think is really, really funny in its simplicity. Its problem is that you have to make whale noises at a stranger sometimes. Yeah. It's, so it's a little uncomfortable. I think this is a fine joke to tell with your friends, but mm. for, this is not the perfect party joke. Yeah. I can't believe you just tried it. that. Yeah. You well, also, you went through I've, like three different jokes before this. You're like, I can't decide between, well, between these that jokes. That one is just, it's, I just like it because Ben told it to me, really. Here's the, here's the other one that I think is, that I also don't have the range for, so bear with me. Because uh, I actually have two versions. Uh, we, t- we spoke about this earlier. I did one joke. Yeah, well, fucking, you, we still have the whole second half of the show, you know? I, I thought we were going to just talk, I thought we were going to trade quips. All right, so here, um, so an old lady calls her husband. She says, uh, uh, Harold, I need you to be very careful on the... <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, old lady... All right, no, 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 I got it. Old lady calls her husband. She says, Harold, I need you to be very careful. There's a car I just... Oh, fuck, no. All right, wait, here it goes. Like This is, this is how it really is, all right? An old lady calls her husband. Uh, she says, Harold, I want you to be very careful on the drive home. I just heard on the radio that there's a car driving the wrong way on I-95. Her husband says, it's not just one car. There's hundreds of them. Uh, That one, I think, is, aside from me starting and stopping it a bunch, I think it's really good. But again, the problem is that you have to imitate an old lady. Yeah. I think, and and that's the embarrassing thing is when you sort of, you invest that heavily in a joke and then you don't get a big laugh from it, it, you feel it. I've told that joke multiple times, like, it was one of my go-to jokes, and it's and it never gets like a big laugh. It never gets a big laugh. It never gets a big laugh. Sometimes people are like ah, I feel yeah. like they don't even always understand the joke. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a tough. little complicated. It, yeah, it is. It's you know I think that like the further you go out on the limb, the bigger you need that reaction to be. Right. Uh, so you do want. I mean, there were a couple of like you know those like anti jokes in the last in our last segment so like that you can always do that but i feel like the goat joke really like goes for it and and gets it it has to get it mm-hmm. that's the most important part the other joke you told me can i can i steal this from you sure awesome i guess you just stole it from a yeah i just website. i mean yeah we all we just we just found famous jokes um i will never forget our grandfather's last words to me he said, are you holding that ladder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that because it's it's not like offensive offensive, but it's dark. Yeah. Right. So it sort of like will tip your hat to somebody that they that you're like, hey, I'm like, I'm like actually funny. I'm not to be fucked with, you know? Right. That's what that is, huh? I, I like a dark joke. I think dark humor. Uh, dark humor, but like I was the one who did something menacing. Yeah. Dark humor is very solid. I've got two more jokes, okay? One that I think is pretty solid and one that I think is the actual goat, okay? Yeah, let's let's hear them. Two hunters are in the woods. Uh, One of them clutches his heart, drops dead. His eyes glaze over. His buddy calls uh, 911. He says, you got to help me. I think my friend just dropped dead. And the operator says, okay, sir, I need you to calm down. First, uh, let's make sure that he's dead. Uh, The guy pauses. You hear a gunshot, and then he says back into the phone, okay, he's dead. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a real good one. 
That's it. That was such a fucking fake ass laugh. I, it's because I've already heard it. Twice. I know it's really tough. It's tough to fucking perform these I, jokes. Yeah, when I really wish I was it. hearing it for the first time. Yeah. Uh, that was an oversight on production. For sure. That's. Uh, I think for the same reason, the latter joke is funny. It's like it is a little bit. It's a little dark. Not it's, too long. Yeah, it's dark, but it's not really dark. Like it's not really making fun of anyone. I guess like oh, dumb people. But that's fair. Right. I think dumb people are fair game. Right. It's like such a weird situation that never people don't generally encounter. So I mm-hmm. think it's fine. Yeah, totally. Two made up people. And you have another joke, I'm assuming, because you're looking down a bunch. Yeah. Okay. Well, you said you had two more jokes. So I, I thought I'd... Yeah. I'm I'd glad you were going to weigh in. I felt I, like I was doing all the heavy fucking lifting. Well, I gave, you gave, I gave a joke, you gave a joke, I gave a joke, you gave a joke. I'm going to give a joke, then you'll give a joke is it's, that what happened I yeah i don't know if that's what happened if people are keeping tabs at home all right go ahead um what do you get when you cross the atlantic with the titanic about halfway <laughs> <laughs> nice delivery nice delivery because yeah. that was a, yeah that was important it I hit an it. iceberg and, yeah, and it sank and a lot of people died lot of but people. it was a long time ago so it's it's actually safe play now because people died on the titanic and that is and was a tragedy but i at this stage uh over a hundred years past you're not at risk of like telling that joke at a cocktail party imagine in 1925 and somebody's like my grandmother was on the titanic and they slap you or whatever yeah right that so like that is this is we're we're like the the statute of limitations is up on that right. joke. You the Titanic like, is funny now. Yeah. Well, it's not. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not funny unless you make a joke. But I think jokes can be funny about the Titanic. You can't just laugh about the Titanic. Right. The Titanic itself wasn't funny, yeah. but you can make a joke. It's still like, sad, but yeah, you can make a joke about it. You I don't can even, make a joke at the Titanic's expense. I don't even want to make a joke about the Titanic. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Um, all right. Well, here's the greatest joke of all time. At least as far as I'm concerned. Let's hear it. Uh, as our dad says, the best jokes always happen to you. So um, I was sitting on my couch uh, and I hear a knock at the door. I open it up. There's a tiny little snail. I'm like, what the fuck? I pick it up. I chuck it as far as I can. Uh, three years later, I'm sitting on the couch. I hear another knock. I hear another knock on the door. Uh, I open it up and there's a little snail. And he says, what the hell was that all about? <laughs> That's so, yeah, the longevity of that one is good. You think the longevity? Oh, yeah, the longevity. I can tell that in front of anybody. Right. I can tell that in front of anybody. Right. Yeah, you know, it's weird. Jokes are so subjective that even right now in this moment, I think that one's not funny. (laughs) Yeah, that's because you've already said it a few times. It's hard to, yeah, jokes are weird. It's weird that you have to say them. (laughs) You got to say them a lot. You know, the longevity is, it's the toughest fucking category. The longevity is the worst. I guess it's something that wears on you, not necessarily your audience, as long as you're changing your audience yeah. often enough. I guess that's why it is, it is so much in, in the yeah. delivery, because you kind of have to make it for, you got to make it new for yourself each yeah. time. I like that joke because it, you can, you can tell it to multiple audiences at almost all at once, and each of the audience Members of the audience will find it funny for different. Yeah, reasons. I could do that at a talent show. Yeah, you could do it for like your little, like a little cousin, uh, and like mm-hmm. an uncle or something. Okay, you know what? I I'm gonna end on since I don't know if I think we gave everyone lots of goat and kid 
options, especially in the first half. I mean, there's some real, real gold out there. So I'm going to end with, th- there was some like British researching newspaper that found what they called was the greatest joke of all time. I, I could get on board with it. I'm going to, I'm going to change it just a tiny little bit because I think the punchline was moderately offensive. Um, but I'm going to make it my own. Let's hear it. Okay. Um, it's all in the fucking delivery. <laughs> A lady with a baby gets on a bus. The bus driver says, ma'am, that's the ugliest baby I've ever seen. The lady is aghast. She's upset. She goes, she sits down next to me. She says, that bus driver just insulted me. I say, lady, you got to go up there and defend yourself. Go tell him off. I'll hold your rat. (laughs) That's funny. Well, thanks for the fucking courtesy laugh, brother. And I hope everybody at home who hasn't heard that joke before thought it was at least moderately funny. Uh, And that's April Fool's for you, folks. (laughs) So uh, instead of pranking someone, why don't you tell them one of these goat jokes? And save the pranks for me and my brother. <laughs> He's trying to nut tap me. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah. Tell everybody these uh, jokes on a Zoom call and let us know how they go. We are at Goat Show Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and online. GoatShowPod.com. There it is. That's right. Till next yeah, week. And tweet us your favorite jokes. We want to hear what you think are the goat jokes of all time. That's right. Yeah. Tweet us your favorite jokes. I've, honestly, don't tweet us any feedback on the jokes that we said because, like, we put ourselves out there. We're in a vulnerable place, and I don't think we deserve the scorn. But you can add us with an attaboy and say, good job. That's nice. Cool. All right. Ciao, everybody. Peace, folks. was a HeadGum original.